Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 7 of the Brawn Body Podcast. Thank you all for listening and tuning in and being patient with us. Uh, We're certainly living in unprecedented times. So today I'm going to talk about some of what's going on lately uh, in the country, in my life, just give an update on everything real quick. And then I'm going to break down the best exercises you can do for your shoulders. This is going to start our um, mini episode series that we're doing now that will go over the best exercises by body part. So we're starting with the shoulders and we'll go to the arms and forearms and then chest, back, uh, glutes, legs, everything. So stay tuned for the next few episodes because a lot of good practical information for uh, working out, training, the gym, everything is coming your way. So without further ado, we'll dive in. So like I said, the world is pretty crazy right now. Um, From the protests and riots and Black Lives Matter to the pandemic to the, um, I mean, you name it, it's uh there's a lot of news and there's a lot going on and uh to put it in terms that I like to use there's a lot of noise in the world right now everything is very political um my state I live in Pennsylvania uh is currently divided politically over reopening the full state over the virus um some politicians believe that the whole state should have been reopened already and other politicians are holding up. So as I said, you know, this is not me getting political. I'm not here giving out my political affiliation or, you know, where I stand on these issues. But there's, like I said, a lot of noise going on in the world right now. And sometimes you need to take a step back and get away from that, you know. Take that noise that's going on in the world right now and couple it with all the other stresses in your life. Stresses from not seeing friends or family because of the the fact that we're living in a pandemic. Stress from not being able to go out or do what you want to do or get out of the house. Or stresses involved with, you know, your family or friends, you know, maybe... You've uh, lost a loved one recently. You know, there's a lot of stress and mental strain that goes on in our daily lives. And all this noise that we're seeing in the news, on social media, everywhere, it's not helping. So my advice to you is do something like I did this past weekend. Put the phone down, get out, and get away. Take three, four days. Just put it down, disappear. And I promise you it'll be okay. I just believe very firmly in that little mental escape. Sometimes you just need a little time away to hit the reset button and start over. And I personally come back with newfound focus and energy and passion for what I do when I do that. And I'm a quality over quantity kind of person. I will give you that. So from my standpoint, I'd rather spend less time doing good work because that's just a more efficient way to be and way to go about things. 
So that's my little take there. There's a lot of noise. Sometimes it helps to get away. So there's my brief update. Not getting political, not doing anything like that. All right, so now getting into the meat of it with the shoulder exercises. So these are the top shoulder exercises that I've come across. And we're gonna start with full shoulder exercise. So starting off, we're talking about the barbell shoulder press. And this is an exercise that you obviously need a barbell for. Um, alternatively, you could do a dumbbell shoulder press or a Z press, which is essentially a seated on the ground in an L-sit position barbell shoulder press. So that forces you to use your shoulders entirely. So first exercise is this shoulder press, whether it be barbell, dumbbell, or with the Z-press variation, which I love. And the reason that I'm starting off and putting this exercise as number one is this is a compound shoulder exercise that you can really load up and go heavy with. This is an exercise that will work more than just one part of your shoulder. This works all three parts of your deltoid. It demands stabilization from your rotator cuff. It requires activation of your upper pectoralis muscle. So it's working all these different muscles and helps give you a complete well-rounded appearance at the shoulder joint itself. Again, these are exercises that you can load up and go pretty heavy with, which we know is important. You know, you don't want to be lifting lightweight all the time. You don't want to be lifting heavyweight all the time either, but you need to have a good balance. And this is one of the exercises that when done correctly and safely, you can push pretty good with. This is a vertical pressing movement too. And vertical pushing is very functional for us. Think about the amount of times you're reaching up overhead throughout your daily life. And essentially, this is what you're doing just with a lot more weight. You can also incorporate an isometric hold or eccentrics with this and the standing shoulder press, which I recommend either doing the standing or Z press variations. I'm not a big fan of the seated shoulder press, but the standing shoulder press when done correctly with a tight core, uh, tight glutes and just tension throughout your body is going to do so much for you. That glute and core contraction required to stabilize your spine while you're pressing is going to really inhibit the pull of the hip flexors and do wonders for your posture. So first shoulder exercise is by far and large the shoulder press. One of the best ones you can do, and I highly recommend starting here. Programming this in your workouts, I would look for three to five sets of somewhere between 5 and 12 reps, and I usually do this in the earlier or middle parts of my workouts, and I, again, like to use some variation, whether it be standing barbell shoulder press, barbell Z press, standing dumbbell press, or dumbbell Z press even. So the shoulder press, again, is our first exercise. Next, we're going into another one of my favorites, which is the bottoms up kettlebell press. And I'm choosing this one as a complement to the barbell shoulder press. Uh, 
So we said that was an exercise that you can go really heavy on. The kettlebell bottoms up press is likely one that you're going to want to go light on. And to put it in perspective, I usually use like a 20 to 25 pound kettlebell. Um, I don't have the exact kilogram to pound conversion with me right off. And the reason you are doing the bottoms up kettlebell press and the reason it's being done at a lighter weight is due to the shoulder uh, stabilization that is required during this. So this is really going to work those rotator cuff muscles and make them fire and function properly when you're pressing and going up overhead. Now, a lot of people will struggle at the, with this at first, and that's okay. This is addressing the weak points in your pressing movement. So for this exercise, I like to do a lighter kettlebell, like I said, and you're essentially just holding the handle and the bottom, the bell portion of the kettlebell is facing up. And you're going to slowly press up and slowly press down. This is a nice, slow, controlled exercise. I usually do three sets of 12 to 15 reps. And I will usually pair this as an accessory exercise to the barbell shoulder press. However, you can also incorporate this as part of a warm-up, cool-down, or mobility routine. Think about doing a Turkish get-up. Now think about doing a Turkish get-up with the kettlebell bottoms up. That's an amazing exercise that you can do to activate that rotator cuff while loosening up and moving your entire body and working your core. So again, that's just an example of how you could use the bottoms up kettlebell press during a warm up or cool down. So again, we're kind of covering everything here with the shoulders. So we've covered our big move for strength and we've covered our big move for injury prevention. Next, I want to talk about power. So the shoulders are a big power type joint. And the reason I bring this up is because there's so many athletes that train their shoulders slow. They do heavy bench press. They do the barbell shoulder press. But they never add any power and speed to their exercise. And from an athletic point of view, that's a big mistake. Let's take football, for example. You need to be powerful and explosive in the shoulders. Let's take baseball, for example. What if your shoulders weren't fast and didn't move quickly in baseball? You can see very quickly how athletically you need to have powerful, explosive shoulders. And I have found that the Landmine Jammer Press does an incredible job at building explosiveness in the shoulder. So this is one that I set up my landmine for and I add the Viking press attachment that I have to it. And I load it up with about somewhere between 45 and 90 pounds, depending on the day, depending on how I'm feeling. And I'll bust out four sets of eight to 12 reps. And these are extremely fast, explosive reps. So it's kind of a race. How quickly can you do these reps? This is, again, opposite to the bottoms-up kettlebell press where we were going slow. The reason I like the landmine variation more than other variations is this one does not exclusively target the shoulders. 
it also targets the chest. It targets the upper back. You put your core into it. It's a safer version, in in my opinion, of the thruster or push press. A lot of people can benefit from doing a thruster or a push press, but so many people that I've seen do them incorrectly. And it's very hard to mess up the landmine jammer press if you have the right equipment and right setup. So it's simple. Squeeze your glutes, activate your core, and press up as fast as you can. There's a lot less skill involved. And sometimes simple is best. Simple exercises can get you amazing results, and this is one example of that. Since it's an explosive exercise, I usually program this one after the shoulder press or towards the end of a workout to maximize post-activation potential. Bringing up post-activation potential briefly and just diving into that really quick. Post-activation potential is a phenomenon that you can use to maximize your gain. gains. It's basically short-term improvements in performance. So say like jumping, for example, that you've uh, acquired through conditioning exercises like squats or deadlifts or whatever. So with the shoulder press and building explosive shoulders, you're going to do the barbell shoulder press followed by the landmine jammer press. And this combination works the strength and the power or the speed component of your shoulder training. And pairing those maximizes your post-activation potential. I'll dive into post-activation potential in a later episode after we finish uh, these, uh, this series. And I know that I've got a lot of topics piling up to talk about later, and that's why we're recording a ton of podcasts, to try and get as much of this information out and ready for you. So to recap briefly, we have the barbell shoulder press, the bottoms-up kettlebell press, and lastly, we have the landmine jammer press. These three exercises alone are likely more than enough to give you what you need to develop well-rounded shoulders. However, we're going to add a couple bonus exercises real quick. So fourth is specifically for the medial head of the deltoid or the shoulder muscle. So the medial head is responsible for shoulder abduction or lifting the shoulder away to the side. So you typically think about this as being something like a lateral raise. However, I'm here to give you a different exercise that actually works better. So for the medial head of the deltoid, you're going to want to do something called a sword raise. And this can be done with a band at home or with a cable at the gym. Obviously, the cable is going to offer more in the ways of muscle building than the band. So what you're going to do is set up that cable about knee height and hold the handle so your arm is across your torso. So you're reaching across and then you're going to pull it back like you're drawing a sword. And doing this 
will activate that medial head of the deltoid, but it's also going to activate the posterior head of the deltoid. So now we're getting some upper back action and the rotator cuff because your shoulder is going from an internal to externally rotated position. And again, this is great to build some muscle, but it's also great for injury prevention. So it serves a dual purpose and we like that. The reason I like this exercise more than the lateral raise. The lateral raise is an exercise so many people do wrong. They try and force the issue by just lifting heavy weight and they end up either shrugging it up and working their traps more than their shoulders or they do the exercise with internally rotated shoulders, which if you look at the anatomy, the greater tubercle of the humerus, you can feel this by touching the top of your arm, so your humerus, your main arm bone where your biceps and triceps are. So if you reach up top and outside or laterally, you'll feel a little bump there, and that's the greater tubercle of the humerus, which is where your rotator cuff muscles uh, attach, specifically your supraspinatus, infraspinatus, and teres minor. So these three muscles attach there. Great. Now, if you do the uh, lateral raise with an internally rotated shoulder, so reach in front of you with your palm facing down at your side, and then raise up your arm to the side. This is an internally rotated shoulder. And when you do this repeatedly and forcefully, you're going to develop pain, which so many people complain to me of pain with their lateral raises. And this is why. So that greater tubercle we just mentioned is banging up against what's called your coracoacromial arch. So it's an arch formed in your shoulder joint um, by your scapula. So it's two little projections, bony projections off your scapula or your shoulder blade. And banging th that with your bone over and over again with forceful, powerful contractions, it's not good. Um, it's going to cause a lot of pain and it can cause a lot of long-term issues. So by switching to the sword raise, you're eliminating the ro internal rotation because you have to externally rotate to perform the exercise. It's great for injury prevention, and again, it's great because it targets more than just one muscle. And the last exercise I want to bring up, and this one is specifically for the posterior deltoid. The posterior deltoid is very important for posture. So, so many people are living with what's known as upper cross syndrome, which is essentially that head forward and shoulders rounded forward position. And this is common because we, most of us, work at a laptop or computer desk most of our day, or we spend most of our day sitting down. So really strengthening those posterior deltoids and upper back can help kind of pull everything back in a line where it should be. My favorite exercise for doing this is by far the cable face pull. And why I pick that exercise over, say, a reverse fly is the face pull is going to allow you to work more weight than something like a reverse fly and is actually more of a compound exercise 
because you're getting activation in the biceps. You're getting that shoulder extension and external rotation if you're doing it right. So you're going to work the rotator cuff again and you're working the posterior deltoid, so upper back area, and you should get some scapular retraction. So now we're even going to get some activation from the middle back, which again, the posterior chain, as we know, is so important for so many different exercises and functional activities, as well as posture in general. So with this exercise, I recommend doing it either early in your workout, maybe as a warm-up with lighter weight. I like to do this before I bench press just to make sure my shoulders are loose and active. Or you can do it later on as accessory work, whichever works better for you. I usually do four or five sets of 10 to 12 reps. I really like to rep this one out. And I just realized that I never gave you sets and reps and that sort of information for the sword raise. So for the sword raise, I would do this one towards the end of a workout, usually two to three sets, 10 to 12 reps, nothing extreme, nothing fancy, just a nice little exercise to make sure you're hitting all of the shoulder. Now, these are five shoulder exercises that I recommend, however, I understand that not everyone has access to all this equipment right now because we are still living in a pandemic, like I said. With that in mind, at home, some things you can do for your shoulders would be you could do resistance band face pulls and band um, sword raises, so really using those resistance bands. And instead of shoulder press, you could do a handstand push-up against the wall, or you could do a dive bomb push-up or pike push-up if you can't do a handstand push-up, which I'm one of the people who has yet to do a handstand push-up, so I completely understand if you're in that boat because that's where I am too. So you can do that dive bomb push-up, the pike push-up, or what I like to call the pushback push-up. So for the pushback push-up, this is one that's less common, so I'm going to dive into it here briefly. You're going to start in a push-up position, and you're then going to push yourself backwards, not up. You're not moving up and down. Instead, you're pushing yourself backwards. So your knees will flex, and your hips and pelvis will shoot back, and then you'll come back up. This is one that I really like to target the shoulders specifically when at home. Um, feel free to play around with other variations of push-ups to help really build those shoulders while at home. But ultimately, push-ups are a great body weight exercise to at least maintain shoulder development, if not build shoulder shoulders uh, while at home. So... With that said, the last thing I want to talk about with, with the shoulders is the wide grip pull-up because a lot of people ask me about pull-ups because pull-ups are kind of my exercise. They're one that I'm particularly good at and enjoy. And for targeting the posterior deltoid, you want to do a super wide grip pull-up. Um, and same with lat pull-down. If you do a wide grip lat pull down, super wide, 
you're targeting the posterior deltoid and upper back more than you would with, say, a regular grip or underhand grip pull up or pull down. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Tried to keep it a little shorter today, but thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you learned some stuff about shoulder training. Stay tuned for our next podcast, which will be all about the best exercises for training your arms. Make sure you like and follow us on social media at Braun Body on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, you name it. I can't even keep track of it all anymore. And if you liked this podcast, please do me a favor and subscribe, like, comment, whatever. And feel free to share with a friend if you think they could benefit from it. And feel free to check us out on our website, brawnbodytraining.com. Thank you and have a great rest of your day.